0: hey besties welcome back to the mad girls club today we have brianna and she is the ceo and founder of the social chica everybody knows that i always do an icebreaker okay so i didn't give you this question last night and so your icebreaker question is if you had to eat one thing for the rest of your life what would it be and why
1: Oh, my gosh. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, actually, I do know. Pasta. Pasta? Yeah, I can eat that all the time. Is
0: there like a specific kind of pasta?
1: No. Well, I mean, I love fettuccine Alfredo, but I don't know. Are you like
0: a tomato eat girl or like a creamy, like white?
1: I'm both. So both? that's why I feel like I can really live off of it. Yeah. Um, because you know, if I want something tomato, yeah I can. For dinner something white and creamy, so I whatever.
0: love the white and creamy one. That one's my favorite. Yes. Is there like a go to spot that you go to for pasta?
1: No. Besides Olive Garden? No. <laughs> I haven't even been to Olive Garden like forever, but no, I I, I guess not a, really a spot. Just, Just whatever I feel like eating. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Hey guys, your bestie Millie here. Trying to make a podcast is so hard and I need your help to make the Mad Girls Club podcast enjoyable and exciting to listen to for listeners just like you. By helping us take this quick two and a half minute survey, you can get a chance to win a hundred dollar Amazon gift card as a thank you for taking the survey at the end of season two. You can take the survey at www.themadgirlsclub.com or at www.bit.ly forward slash the survey. The links will also be in the description section of this episode that will take you straight to it as well. Can you tell us a little bit more about the social chica? Like, what is a social chica? Yeah, so.
1: Um, the Social Chica, we are many things, but we are a community for Latina entrepreneurs, my and my uh, women minority owned businesses as well. Sorry, um, we do or we provide services such as branding, um, consulting, marketing, creative services, you name it, um, anything in that creative marketing realm. And then we also provide or host events. Such as, you know, markets um, mm-hmm. now, which
0: I was actually a part yes, of it, you were. by the way, it was my f- your, your, your market was actually my first market that oh, I've wow. ever been into. And it was super different. I was super excited to be there. I had sales. So that was obviously Good. awesome. Um, I didn't get to meet you that day, but I'm glad to be sitting here with you and actually like meeting you for the first time and having a conversation and getting a deep dive into like all that you do, because me being someone outside looking in, I think you're doing an amazing job at what yeah. you're doing. You host you host so many events besides, like, the vendor one that I was in. Do you still do the vendors, the markets? Yes, yeah, so okay. we
1: still do markets, um, and I am tr- I'm hoping to have my last one in December um, because we started introducing conferences, which that's something that I – I feel very, I don't know, I just, I feel like that's my passion right now and providing these conferences for our minority community in Dallas. Because, you know, growing up, we didn't have that. Mm -hmm. We had it, but it was for, you know, it just wasn't for us. We didn't see ourselves in those type of rooms and Mm -hmm. conferences and feeling like we can even afford it. So, that's kind of what I want to provide more for the community and conferences. We do pop-ups, but... Um,
0: so, is the uh, December one your final, like...
1: I wouldn't say it's my final one, but it's the final one w- Final one where that would be, like, the more, I guess, where we would place the more priority on, because um, gotcha. I really want to introduce more conferences and events of that nature. So, so
0: what does, like, a conference look like, like... I know what a conference is, but for the people that don't know like what you do in a conference, like what does that look like?
1: So, my thing when I first came up with this idea, vision of having conferences is I didn't want it to be the typical stuffy conference where you have to dress up in a suit mm-hmm. and do boring nec- networking <laughs> whatever. So, I I just imagine them as like a party, a celebration, mm. feeling comfortable You don't have to dress up. Everybody dresses up, but you don't have to. And it's just really being in a room where you can, yes, network, but still ask questions and get help that you need um, without feeling like, oh, my God, I have to be super professional today and be on my A game. And, like, no, you know, I want my events to be inviting Mm -hmm. and um, also just a safe space for women. so.
0: So, like, for someone who wants to go to a conference, what do they get out of that?
1: So it depends on <laughs> the conference, right? Okay. What we, I guess, what we have that day, or what we provide. Um, but for example, and you know, this is o- only our third conference, so oh, okay, we're still new at it. But the past um, event that we had last Saturday, we had a keynote, we had a panelist or a panel of panelists. We had like four women come out and, and speak on the discussion, um, and. That, to me, I think that was, like, the best event we've ever had. Um, not because of just, you know, the aesthetic of things, but mm-hmm. the value that came out of it and the connections that were made. Um, and just the fact, like, there, was, there were people crying. Really? Um, yeah, and so...
0: What I was that um, conference about?
1: So, it was called La Poderosa Conference. Okay. And really, my, my I guess, my theme and purpose of the event was for you know women to come together and um listen to I guess you know the whole point was to connect with Latinas of influence right so we had someone from a background of mental health a background of self-care philanthropy things like that and as Latinas you know we don't really speak about mental health Mm -hmm. philanthropy Mm -hmm. taking Mm -hmm. care of ourselves so that was something that was needed and just knowing how moved people were that was just kind of confirmation like okay, this is what is needed in our community. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, everybody does pop-ups and we do that. But we don't have enough conferences. And so that's kind of where I want it to evolve more into.
0: And then so everyone who has been watching the Mad Girls Club, everybody knows that I'm an introvert. I just told you that I'm an Mm -hmm. introvert, you know. So for someone like me, it's kind of hard to network and go out to these places. I've actually myself had networked before gone to events and you know i have a hard time going up to a table or talking to people and you know what advice would you give to someone like me who i do want to network but i don't know how to put myself out there i don't know what to say or what to do
1: right um so i'm definitely the same i i hate talking to people (laughs) i guess like i'm just very socially awkward but just because you think you're that way, because we kind of psych ourselves out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're like, oh, my gosh, they are not going to talk to me. or They're going to think I'm weird, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I promise you they're thinking the same thing about themselves mm-hmm. because nobody likes to talk to people who, that they don't know, right? Mm-hmm. It's, we, put, we, we don't like putting ourselves in a vulnerable situation. Mm-hmm. So even, like, I think at the event someone told me that they were scared to give their business cards away. And you know it's like how are we going to build a successful business or brand but we're why are we afraid to let people know what we do yeah. like we need to take pride <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i do that too sometimes but yeah. we need to take pride in it because you never know wh- who you're going to meet yeah, you never so know true. how they're going to help you mm-hmm. um so my advice would just just you know take a deep breath go up to them because i promise you they're just as nervous as you are mm-hmm. It may not look like it, <laughs> but that's when the whole confidence and, you know, c- that's when that comes into play. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I've been there. I, I don't like <laughs> going to events either, so.
0: You don't like going to events, but then you're the one that makes them. Yeah. So I know. Well, I, so, at my actual <laughs> events, like, I can't do that, you know? I have to yeah. get out there, so. I know that's how I feel about the podcast. Like, yeah, I'm an introvert, but it's my first time meeting you. It's like, I have to talk, you know, yeah. or this podcast wouldn't even be a thing, Right, you and it know? sounds
1: bad, but I can't tell you <laughs> how many times I've had to speak somewhere or do something, and I'm like, oh my god, I just need a little, a little drink of wine. I need something, yeah. and that's okay. I mean, mm-hmm. don't get like drunk, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Just whatever is gonna help you, whatever exercise is gonna help you make, mm-hmm. you know, make you feel more at ease. Just find those things and practice them because that's gonna be part of your kind of your routine going to the business world yeah
0: so. that's so true I recently saw that you were featured on the Dallas Observer so congratulations Thank to you, you. <laughs> I know that's like a huge milestone yes. um, my son one time was on a magazine the DFW Child magazine and I got like oh. so like a bulk of like yes. of magazines and did you get a uh, end up getting a bulk of them yeah <laughs>
1: so I actually went into like this restaurant where they were ha- where they had the oh magazines really? and he it was so funny the guy was like looking at me like What are you doing? Like, he wanted to take my order. (laughs) And I'm looking at him. I'm like, um, I'm just here for the magazines, (laughs) And I just grabbed them and ran out. It was so funny. His face was just like, what are you doing? (laughs) But I had to.
0: Yeah, of course. And for, like, people who are in the business and have this business going on, what advice could you give them about being featured on a magazine or a website or a news article or, you know, something like that? Now that you've, you know, been able to, get featured on such a big magazine what advice would you give to people who want that same you know thing
1: right I mean I would say just keep working for it Mm -hmm. um, because you know there's times where I see other people on magazines and I'm like but we started at the same exact time where they started you know, a year ago, whatever, Yeah, and I think that's natural as humans for us to feel that way, but it's also important for us to understand that our time is going to come to us mm-hmm. when it's needed, or when it needs to come, or when it should come, so even, you know, th- I can't even tell you guys how many times I've, and you know, every, people only know what they see on social media, but there's been so many times where I have written to publishers, to, mm-hmm. like, magazines Like, literally everybody, TV stations, whatever. And I never even got a response back. Mm -hmm. Like, never. And so, like, for um, Dallas Observer, I didn't even know that was going to happen. So that's what I'm saying. When you least expect it. When you least expect it, it's going to happen. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't keep trying. Yeah. um, Because no one's going to root for your business more than you are. Yeah. Um, But also, it's just part of getting your story out there, right? If Mm -hmm. we don't know you, then there's no story to tell for you. So definitely don't be afraid to s- you know start storytelling, getting yourself out there, finding ways to do it, finding connections. Mm-hmm. You know, don't stalk people, but if you need to <laughs> g- if you need to know or meet somebody who works at a certain newspaper, like don't be yeah. afraid, but I guess that would be my um, my advice just don't stop because for every like 100 rejections you get, there's going to be that one person who's looking at you without you even knowing. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, like, you being on The Dialogue Observer and then, like, all these accompli- accomplishments that you have now, it also comes with a lot of backfire and a lot of drama and a lot of haters. Like, it's, it's just inevitable, you know, for situations like that to happen. And I just want to ask you, because I know that, you know, there's been some issues with s- the social chica. How do you um, go about that? Like, how do you go about the negative things that, happened that is said about you or your business and things like that
1: yeah so I mean today I just I have to remind myself who I am I have to remind myself my intentions and my purpose and also my power because it's easy for someone to you know instigate accuse attack whatever but when people hate it's because they hate you They hate in you what they lack in themselves, Mm -hmm. whether that's in themselves personally or their own business. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when I first started the Social Chica, when we first started getting big with the events, um, I'm like an empath. I get very, I'm very sensitive Mm -hmm. and everything bothers me. I would care what people have to say, what they think. But, you know, being in business, especially with um, a ton of women, Mm -hmm. we have to build a backbone. We have to learn how to stand up for ourselves, but we also need to know when it's appropriate to even um, address those people because sometimes they're not even worth our time or attention, right? So I think that's just something that uh, that's going to take time to learn. Um, right. I'm still learning. I thankfully have, like, the best support system, friends, family, and they always have to remind me, you know, like, who cares? Like, at yeah. the end of the day, the sun shines for everybody, who cares what they think? Um, just do what you want to do. You know what's best for yourself. And, you know, when it comes to haters, like, the bigger – you like, someone told me this. The bigger you get, the more they're going to come. Mm-hmm. There's literally nothing we can do about it mm-hmm. but just learn how we react to it.
0: Right. Because the
1: more we want, like, you know, if I want to rant about it on Instagram, call this person out or whatever, like, the only thing that that's going to do – is satisfy the other person mm-hmm. because they know they're getting under my skin. Right. Um, and I will say for me, I can bring up a personal experience. Something that I still experience till this day is I'm 25. Most of the women I work with are over 30. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time I do, um, I do feel a little bit like I'm easily taken advantage of because of my age. Or I'm belittled because of my age, or um, patronized, whatever. So I think it's just important that when you show them that you know who you are and your power, like basically nobody can f with you. Yeah. And when they feel, or when they know they can't f with you, that's when they get bothered. Mm-hmm. And it's for us to understand that it's not us. It's not for us to understand. You know, we yeah. can't. We can't figure out why they don't like us or whatever. The only thing we can do is just focus on the people who do support us and the people who, you know, are there for us. Um, so that's just something that I'm still learning. I don't think we'll ever really
0: Yeah. Learn uh, I had just this is this video right here that we're doing. I think this is the third video. The first video that I posted, I already got hate comments and yeah, I'm you're like, gonna get them. I'm be- like what? You're
1: gonna get them <laughs> because somebody out there is doing the same thing that you're doing, but uh-huh. they're just not as successful. They don't have your creativity. And they're going to be mad. But you know what? Like I said, who cares? Because yeah. the sun shines for everybody. Mm-hmm.
0: Success looks... Amen, sis. Yeah, <laughs> success
1: looks different for everyone. Yeah. Like, you know, you just... People at the end of the day are just bored. Mm-hmm. I Like, I can get bored and go hate on somebody, but for what? Yeah. They're still getting more money and attention than me, right? Mm-hmm. So that can go for everybody. Um, but, you know, it's... You can't figure out why people don't like you or... You're n- and you're never gonna make people happy. Yeah, that like that, that never. is so true. So.
0: Yeah, I like. Th- Look at, like, you know, for example, the Kardashians, for example, right? They get so much love, but then they get so much hate. Yeah. And it's just, like, it doesn't matter who they are. Like, it, whether it's Don Joe, you know, like, who's popping over here in Dallas. Like, always going to get some hate. And um, that's really, you know, really informative, good information. Just be confident in who you are and then ignore them and do what you got to do. Keep running your successful business. And, like, that.
1: going back to the Kardashians mm-hmm. <laughs> because – if you notice every time someone like, you know, talks shit about them, mm-hmm. it's always like n- it's just people who don't even know them, right? Mm-hmm. We can sit here and talk about them all day, but we don't know them. So when it comes to people talking about you, like just their opinions don't matter, right? Like lions don't lose sleep over the, over the opinions of sheep because the we only thing that, that yes, the only <laughs> thing that matters is the people who that you know personally cuz at the end of the day those are the people who can truly call you out mm-hmm. and you know like put you on set you straight so just don't worry about somebody through Instagram because you know nobody yeah. nobody really knows who we are and um, except for, like, those closest to us. Yeah, so. I
0: remember I was reading this comment where, I don't know who it was, but someone, random, had commented on this, you know, famous person's page. And then that famous person wrote back and was like, why? And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to call you that. I, I just, I didn't know you would reply back, you know? Yeah. Like, and then the whole point of that, me saying this, like, they really had they had no reason to. They don't even know why they did it themselves. They're you just know, bored. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're bored. Exactly. So. Exactly. But enough about them. Back to the social chica. Um, I last question for me before we get into everybody else's question that everybody wants to know about you, the social chica. What plans do you have for your business moving forward? Like, what can we expect to see from you?
1: Yeah. So. Um, So, actually, I posted the other day that I wanted to kind of move away from markets. Mm -hmm. And that received backlash too. But, you know, I'm never not going to recognize that pop ups did get me to where I I am today. Mm -hmm. But no one becomes successful doing the same thing over and over and over. And for me, I'm someone who's always coming up with different ideas and I get bored (laughs) doing the same thing. So, I want to, you know, introduce new things. And, um, you know, the kind of the whole purpose of the social chica events is to provide quality events Mm -hmm. that we didn't necessarily receive in the minority community growing up um maybe because our parents couldn't afford to take us or whatever the case may be so now you know i want to make sure that us as adults and women Mm -hmm. um even men can enjoy these type of events Mm -hmm. so like in a few um maybe what is this October so in December mm-hmm. so in two months we're going to host Camp Social Chica
0: I did see that yeah, so
1: it's going to be different think of like a, a slumber party a girls night exactly just like that you know fun vibes um, and moving forward you're definitely going to see more conferences but also workshops um, for to, to provide resources and business tools
0: But how do you come up with these, like, ideas for these events? Like, I know you came up with the Poderosa one, and now the Camp one, which are both, like, amazing ideas. And you have these, like, themes for them, and I think they're so freaking brilliant. And I just want to pick your brain a little bit and kind of, how do you come up with them?
1: Yeah, so I saw someone out or other people um, do events like this. But like I said, you're never going to become successful doing the same thing over and over. So I want to find, you know, different or creative ways to provide the same concept. So had this not been a camp, it probably would have been a, a basic conference. Mm, okay. But we want to do things different. We want to keep it um, kind of shaking it up a little bit. So that way we can, you know, also, um, what's the word, attract new and different audiences not Mm -hmm. just the same business audience all the time but also for new entrepreneurs or people who just even want to be around people like that Mm -hmm. right so that's kind of my idea um on that and just always finding different ways to do it Mm -hmm. never doing the same thing over and over
0: I hope y'all are taking notes if y'all are watching (laughs) this and you're not taking notes you need to take notes because she's giving all the good tea right here now I had you post on your social media, you know, to, for your followers to ask you questions, and I did receive some questions. Majority of them were already things that we're, we already discussed, but the ones that we haven't discussed yet, one person said, what's the biggest lesson you've learned being an entrepreneur? Ooh.
1: Um, I guess
0: it would just be like, at the
1: end of the day, just do what you want to do. Um. Because no matter what we do, we're never going to make people happy. We might make some people happy, but someone's always going to have something to say. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, like, we're not getting any younger. Mm -hmm. If you want to go have a freaking camp outside, Mm -hmm. go have a camp (laughs) outside. Because the people who want to go are going to go, right? Mm -hmm.
0: And people will go.
1: Yeah. Oh, (laughs) I had people thinking this was, like, a legit camp. Like, camping outside. I'm like, no, I I love my bed. And they're still down. Yeah, I'm like, no, I love my bed too much. But... Um, So, yeah, just do what you want to do as a business owner. And at the end of the day, too, like, nobody invented anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, years ago. But so even if someone thinks you're copying them, Mm -hmm. like, you can still have the same idea. But everyone's going to have their own creativity behind it. And, yes, sometimes it's going to be bigger and better than how you did it. But you can't be mad at that. Mm -hmm. Someone's going to come probably in the next year and be better than me and provide bigger events. Mm -hmm. But I can't be mad at that because... That's what life is. That's what a, that's what being a creative and a business owner is. Mm-hmm. Finding ways and learning how to do it bigger and better. So, you know, my advice for business owners would be that. Just find ways to do it bigger and better and just do what you want.
0: The next question is, what is one mistake you did in your business that you will never make again or learned from?
1: So, two, because it's really easy for when, you know, stuff pops off on Instagram and we get mad. We want to just go post and rant
0: mm-hmm.
1: and call people out. I used to do that and and it's just like for what? Mm-hmm. You know, that's just showing us. That's just showing our our people what like how we can act in that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And at some point you have to build some type of agency for yourself and equip yourself as a business owner. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't see Target posting yeah. <laughs> because they're mad Walmart selling the same thing for cheaper, right? Like, yeah. you don't get mad at that. They don't do that. So it's just being, like, professional and just mm-hmm. reminding yourself that just because you are a small business here in Dallas and everybody knows each other, you're still a business professional, mm-hmm. so we need to act like it. The second one is I was not um, <laughs> aware and knowledgeable on, mm-hmm. like, things like financing, funding, accounting, like, no, I, ooh, I hate even saying those <laughs> words. So that was my fault, and now I'm having to catch up to do all that. Um, but I, I didn't think this was going to go as far as it has. Yeah. So now I'm kind of having to do everything ASAP. Um, so just be fully aware of, you know, business lingo and mm-hmm. why you need an accountant, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm still working on those type of things. And, you know, just really just teaching yourself business instead of just saying i'm going to open this business but not have any type of or not even register myself or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah so just really um teaching yourself
0: yes and then the next question is how was your transition from corporate to entrepreneurship
1: um it was hard and different because for the longest i had that security of money coming in mm-hmm. right I had that schedule, waking up at 6 in the morning and then getting off of work and coming home, whatever. And now as an entrepreneur, it's like you you don't have all the time in the world on your hands, but you do have extra time than you did when you worked at a 9 to 5. So, but also the way that I think my transition happened and how I left my old company there was just a lot of things I was dealing with personally and um, my own self-worth and value. Mm-hmm. So that kind of made it harder for myself. But um, at the end of the day, it just kind of gave me, like, it kind of just sparked, like, a fire <laughs> to, like, get it together and, you know, really just, like, hustle because no one's going to do it for you. Yeah. Um, but I would say right now it's been hard for me, too, that transition because I don't have a schedule.
0: Mm, okay. Um.
1: It's really hard getting into this, like, schedule and this routine to making sure that my mental health is okay. And Like, am I laying down all day because I'm lazy, or am I laying down all, all day because maybe I'm sad? Maybe I'm, like, going through an episode. I don't know. So it's important to kind of know your body. Yeah. Because um, as entrepreneurs... I never thought about it that way. That yeah, has, because yeah. as entrepreneurs, we're always on the go. Mm-hmm. We don't we think we're laying down because we're tired, which we probably are. But we're probably laying down and don't have the motivation to do anything mm-hmm. because maybe there's something else kind of going on in our own mind. Mm-hmm. Maybe our business is not going the way we want it, so we're sad. Yeah. But we're always on the go, so it's not going to show, mm-hmm. right? So, it's important to kind of know those things while you're going through this transition.
0: Yeah. And the next question is: Do you do you use your degree? If not, how do you feel having a degree and not using it? But you do use your g- degree, right? I
1: would say so. I would hope. Um, <laughs> all that what money. What do you right? have a degree in? Um, advertising. Oh, okay. So, um, like when I got my agency job, it was marketing. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different. Um, I guess I was. Yeah, I would say I I use it to some extent. Okay, um, advertising is a little bit different. But it's still that, um, you know, building building those relationships with people and a lot of psychology that goes into it, branding and all that. So, I think I would say so. I use it.
0: <laughs> I think you do because you you do branding and all that stuff, which kind of like intertwines with one another. Yeah, and you're, I mean, like advertising
1: and marketing kind of have they kind of share the same mm-hmm. um, teachings, I guess. So yeah, I use it. I she, she uses it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and then last question is, how do you deal with family or friends using you because of your connections or the money they see you getting?
1: Well, first, let me just say, just because you're a business owner does not mean you're getting money. <laughs> I think everybody thinks because you're a business owner or they see that name CEO and that slap on your name or whatever. Like oh she's balling like no mm. most of the time we're we're in debt because we're investi- <laughs> and I can
0: agree and testify to yeah, this yes
1: because we 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 have that money going back into the business some way somehow so don't ever just assume someone's rich okay <laughs> um, so sorry what was the other question oh the question is oh family um, yeah family and friends your connections so my f- I mean my family don't they don't really do that like. They're my family. Um, they support me 100%. There's even times where, like, they go to the event, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you don't have to pay. You're my family member. Aww. No, they still buy tickets. Like, it's crazy. Um, but friends, I think you just have to be careful in who you're hanging out with. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure they have good intentions. I don't I don't know if people have ever used me. I don't know, but um, I would hope not. But I think you can kind of get that vibe from people when they do that, so... Yeah. I guess the way that I would handle it is just make sure, you know, not everybody's your friend. Mm-hmm. And even if you know them through business, that doesn't mean they're your friend. They're an acquaintance. Mm-hmm. They're a business associate, whatever you wanna call them. So um but I don't yeah, I don't think anybody has tried to like use me. <laughs> I would hope not. But even if they did, like, you know, if they come in the right intention where they Because, yeah, people are going to know that we have some type of influence, so they're going to want to use our name for things. Mm -hmm. That's fine. um, But I think it's the way you do it. That's what's important and what matters.
0: Right. Right. Well, anyways, thank you so much for being here today, taking the time to be here. I know we had, like, a rough start this morning. So I apologize. <laughs> Y'all don't even know. Like, it took us a minute to get here. But thank you so much for coming in. And as you guys know, today is a Hot Topic episode. And next episode will be a Dilemma episode. So make sure to go to www.themaggirlsclub.com, Submit your dilemmas for our next um, episode. And, again, thank you so much for being here. Yes, thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.